Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. I saw all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, Brady PG 13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Our story begins at the end of Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, where the duel between Darth Maul, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Qui-Gon Jinn ensued. Upon the moment where Obi-Wan jumped back up to the platform to catch up to his master and Darth Maul, battling down to the reactor's pit where Darth Maul meets his demise, Obi-Wan harnesses force speed and runs through the beam shields that separated Jinn and Maul in the original movie. Upon catching up to his master, the fight ensues in a gruesome battle, both Jedi taking on the vicious assassin trained in the Sith arts. As they fight, Obi-Wan makes his mistake and doesn't take into consideration where Maul's second blade is going to be, moving out of the way in surprise, losing his balance, and ultimately falling down the reactor's core. With a yell, Qui-Gon screams for his Padawan whose echoes fade away as he travels down to his doom. The anger and despair flooding his cells, harnessing powers of the dark side and the light, Qui-Gon unleashes his full potential and hits Maul in the face with his left fist, stunning the Zabrak warrior and cutting him in half with his green lightsaber. Pushing him to his death to join Obi-Wan. 
Catching his breath, he starts to cry as he looks down the reactor shaft, peering into its abyss. Wherever Maul was, so was Obi-Wan. He activated his telecom system connecting to Mace Windu, back on Coruscant. I have defeated the Sith, however, he took Obi-Wan with him. I require guidance from the Council. Mace told him to finish the mission and to bring everyone back to Coruscant where the Council will have a meeting. Doing as instructed, Jin moved to the hangar where he and his apprentice had originally seen Maul, communicating with Anakin through his telecom for him to come back down immediately. Leaving to Coruscant with little Anakin, Qui-Gon was devastated at the loss of Obi-Wan. He hoped he was not suffering, and if he were really dead. Landing at the Jedi Temple after hours of rest and a change of clothes on the ship during its travel, they were scheduled to meet with the Jedi Council immediately upon arrival. Qui-Gon walked behind Anakin, his immense height towering over the nine-year-old boy like a Goliath protector watching over its young. They walked through the door of the Council Room, the sun slowly setting behind them, illuminating warm half-cast shadows upon all the Jedi Master's faces. Scared and afraid, Anakin approached the middle of the room at Mace Windu's request as he had done so once before while Qui-Gon stood behind him. The Sith has been defeated. With their allegiance to the dark side, it is unaware if I have killed the Master or the Apprentice. As they run by the Sith Rule of Two, constructed by Darth Bane millennia ago. Much fear I sense in you, young Skywalker. Anakin propped up, looking at Master Yoda with his blue eyes. I'm ready, sir. I want to become a Jedi Master. Mace Windu looked at Anakin, speaking up. Such greed to be knighted and a member of the Council already. You need to learn patience, boy. I have patience, I just want to be- Qui-Gon rested his hand on Anakin's shoulder, his large palm covering half of his back and neck. The boy must be trained. He is the chosen one, you must see it. He is to take Obi-Wan's place as my Padawan. It is his time. He will be balanced to the Force. Yoda looked at Qui-Gon, defeated at the loss of Obi-Wan, and knowing Qui-Gon wouldn't take anything other than yes for an answer. The Council unanimously agreed. Anakin, although not a youngling, was to be trained as a Padawan under Master Qui-Gon's tutelage. Over the next 13 years, Anakin would train under the strict teachings of Qui-Gon. His age difference, experience, and hard-ass methods did not allow Anakin to even have the thought to talk back, be impatient, or lust for more power. He was truly taught the Jedi way, the way Qui-Gon had learned from Dooku and Yoda before him. When Obi-Wan trained Anakin in the original timeline, he was not fully ready to take on the responsibility of training a nine-year-old boy who had already developed many negative habits that were destined to manifest into impatience, anger, greed, and desire over time, which it inevitably did. No, Qui-Gon was the father Anakin needed, not the older brother figure he received. It was no wonder he even dared to defy his master, leading to his turn to the dark side, and inevitably Darth Vader at the Emperor's hands. Qui-Gon taught him the traditional ways, with discipline, focus, and patience to guide his true abilities to their full power. It was without a doubt that through all their missions on different planets and quests that the Republic had requested for them, Anakin's abilities were now far beyond his in Revenge of the Sith's timeline. In this parallel universe, he was the true prophecy the true Chosen One, bringing order to the galaxy one mission at a time, and helping Qui-Gon and the Council track down and destroy the Sith. Anakin's fighting style also changed. He learned Qui-Gon's preferred style of the fourth form of lightsaber combat, Ataru. In combat, his blade work was wide and powerful, marked by heavy two-handed slashes and sudden flourishes to cover his flanks. 
Jin's mastery of Atar was such that he could easily defeat blaster-wielding opponents despite the form's weakness to blaster fire. Jin was also proficient in hand-to-hand -hand combat, something he taught Anakin who was gifted beyond anything he could fathom. Now an adult, Anakin was the same age as we saw him in Episode 3. The Chancellor, always having kept a close eye on him since his birth, continued to brainwash Anakin the same way he had in the original timeline, promising him the ability to save Padme from death. Although it filled Anakin's ego and enticed him, it did not fool him as well as it had when Obi-Wan was the master. He spoke to Qui-Gon about his dream regarding Padme's death, who consoled him to be mindful of his present and not to focus on the outcome as the very obsession with the dreams could be what creates them into reality in the first place. Much more mindful of people's manipulation and intentions, we arrive to this scene. What did you say? Use my knowledge, I beg you. You're the Sith Lord. I know what's been troubling you. Listen to me. Don't continue to be a pawn of the Jedi Council. Ever since I've known you, you've been searching for a life greater than that of an ordinary Jedi. A life of significance, of conscience. Are you going to... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Kill me. I would certainly like to. I know you would. I can feel your anger. It gives you focus. Makes you stronger. I'm going to turn you over to the Jedi Council. Right after this is where Anakin reports his findings to Master Windu, as Qui-Gon was on Utapau dealing with General Grievous. Mace Windu moved the Council to a meeting instead of irrationally rushing the Chancellor in his office. Upon Skywalker's confirmation, all Jedi Masters, even those on missions such as Jin and Yoda, were present in the flesh or through holograms. Aboard my ship, I will, said Master Yoda, cutting his relations short on Kashyyyk to return to Coruscant and aid in approaching Palpatine with the others, if he was truly the Sith Lord they were looking for. Once Yoda arrived, Master Windu and Anakin met him at his ship along with Kit Fisto and Plo Koon. The four Jedi Masters and Anakin, the Jedi Knight, walked into the Chancellor's room. Anakin followed closely behind Yoda, who was half his height, able to clearly see over him. Master Windu, I take it General Grievous has been destroyed then. I must say you're here sooner than expected. In the name of the Galactic Senate of the Republic, you're under arrest, Chancellor. Are you threatening me, Master Jedi? The Senate will decide your fate. I am the Senate. Not yet. It's treason, then. Yoda and Mason rushed him as their lightsabers danced in a display of rainbow fireworks that Anakin's eyes couldn't keep up with. 
Their speeds were impressively fast, something he had never seen before. Mace and Yoda looked behind them as they heard the guttural screams of Kit Fisto and Plo Koon as their lightsabers dropped to the floor along with their severed limbs. Skywalker couldn't believe his eyes, neither could the two masters battling Sidious. As they stared in horror, right where Kit and Plo had just been decapitated, glowed two more menacing red lightsabers. Obi-Wan with orange eyes and Darth Maul stood at the entrance. Walking towards Yoda and Mace Windu when Anakin almost fell over as someone flew past Qui-Gon Jinn ignited his green lightsaber, ready for battle. Thumbs up this video if you enjoyed it guys. If you liked it, then off to my dungeon I go to create part 2. And I promise, I'll make it all end in part 2 this time. But, here's where I need your help. I want you to help me write it. Comment below ideas of how you want the story to go, and I'll make it so. The most popular comments will get my deepest thoughts, and we'll all go from there. I hope you enjoyed this first part of What If Qui-Gon Jinn Trained Anakin Skywalker. Check out my other fan fictions, such as What If Padme Survived, or What If Darth Maul Trained Anakin Skywalker, which has three parts to it. I hope you guys will absolutely enjoy these. I'll link them here and also in the description below. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already, as there are monthly giveaways, and I appreciate you all so very much. Thank you for watching, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends. Your time is greatly appreciated. I hope you all have a great day or night wherever you are in the galaxy, and until the next episode of Star Wars Theory. May the Force be with you.